0: And Jesus answered them saying the time, the hour is come 12 and verse 23 of John that a son of man should be glorified very, very I say unto you except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die it abided alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Glory to God. I read from John chapter 12 from verse 23 to 26. last Thursday we were treated to the anatomy of of what supernatural increase Uh, we, we examined the elements and the intestines and everything of that concept and anyone who was here that evening if he had ears to hear must must have begun to reorganize his life or her life the word of God is the power of God unto salvation to those that believe Is the power of God unto salvation. Any change you are looking for in your life has its roots in the Word of God. And that is one dimension of this ministry. He said the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not been able to understand it. There's a bright light in your clouds. Every cloud has a light and that light is called the light of dominion. When you locate it and you focus on it, the clouds go away because of the working of the Holy Spirit and then your majesty made known anyone that heard that whoever was here on Thursday, whoever cared to listen again because we have become too careless with our spiritual lives that we read newspapers with much intensity than we do with the word of God yet we want to shine and of course this is your season but the season calls for responsibility i pray that you allow yourself do yourself the good to respond to the call of this light esumbia tumino asem so Praise God. said so the hour is come. The hour of glorification has come. That's what Jesus said. And then he said, without doubt, without any controversy, I say to you, except a corn of wheat fall falls into the ground and dies it abides alone the moment of glory shall not be found upon one that refuses to die yesterday while tuning my spirit towards the service there was so much heaviness on my inside and I didn't know what I'll be talking about. Yet I was searching and searching. Then suddenly I saw, I saw the cloud like the fist of human hand, very far away. So I left the habitations of men and went to where I would see God alone. And as soon as I entered that place, the heavens broke loose. And the first thing that came was a song that we took first. And I wrote it down. I called my wife to get me pen and paper to where, where I was. She came in there. I didn't even, I didn't see when she came because I had gone somewhere. there is a definite word that god is giving to us now and that testimony that was shared is so apt is so apt and fits into what we are talking about so strongly that if you are here and there is no transformation today then you have entered into a treaty with the devil to suffer. What I mean by treaty? i an agreement with Satan. As for me, I've chosen suffering. There's nothing anybody can say that will make me change my mind. But if it's not like that, then today should mark a new beginning for you. Because by the arrangement of God, this is our season of manifestation. I always look at the high tension running over and above your house full of power and in your house there is no light. And yet power is running above your roof and none in there. Then you become like that uh, proverbial fool who was in the midst of water, abundance of water and yet was thirsty. Wisdom demands that we allow ourselves entry by the word. This is your season. This is your season. From your failures, something good is coming out. Something extraordinary. I so travel that yesterday, I traveled so much that I didn't know what to put on paper. And I've been traveling ever since and I'm still on the journey. As you are seeing me now, I'm still on the journey. I'm going somewhere. Somebody made a statement. I was listening to One channel yesterday, Silverbed TV, and somebody made a statement. He said, Nigeria is not poor by endowment. We are poor by management. So much, yet little the same thing applies to this nation so much and yet little why we are yet to enter into where the match is to show the match out but this morning it is your own turn and something great is about happening to you and you will surely rise and rise and rise again In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you one more time. This is our season. Jesus said, It is time for me to be glorified. And he did not stop there. He went on to say something that is very, very important. It's very important to our lives. It was to his life, it is to us also. Even though it is my season, Until I fall to the ground and die, that which I know should happen, will not happen. It is my season to be glorified, but the glory may not come if I fail to do that which is necessary. And then he said, anyone that loves his life, that means the one that would hold you will lose it but the one that that gives it out surrenders himself you know sometimes we think that the lord is so far away from us it means that we don't believe what he said he said i will not i will never leave you nor know what good that i'm always with you even unto the end of the age so when it appears that he is not around it means we are on a walk going far away from him this are a year of his presence hallelujah there is work to do, there's where to stand, there's where to be to become what you are supposed to be. Hallelujah. If any man serves me, that is, if any man belongs to my company, let him follow me as an example. Let him do what I do. Bible says, Jesus Christ who for the joy that was set before him. There was something he saw. But the only passage to that joy was a cross. That was the only passage. That was the only passage. There was no other passage. He saw the glory. But to go to that place, he had to go through the cross. The humiliation, the pain. The reproach. The tearing of the body and the vessels. The bleeding. You have to go through that. But you see, Most times, we don't want to go that way because it is not convenient and comfortable. So we go the way that we want to go and we never get to where we want to get to. God is no respecter of persons he said by in every city as many as believe in him he makes himself available unto them don't let it be that after today now after this month you see some people have gone ahead of you and you begin to ask how and why learn to be a fool to enjoy the wisdom of God learn to be what a fool Enjoy the wisdom of God. Be where He is, do what He did, and see yourself enjoying the glory that is set before you. There is something very crucial in our lives, and yet we toy with that thing. We know, we have been told, we have heard, we have read we have prayed and we have taught other people yet we don't apply those things to our lives that is what makes this moment very crucial anything that will turn the situation around is something that you must hold firm and strong anything so supernatural increase doesn't fall on people Supernatural increase hinges on some steps, some actions, some decisions that we make. Paul planted, Apollos watered, and the Lord brings the increase. Somebody should do the planting, and then the watering, and then the increase will come. So where there's no planting, we can't talk about increase. And even when you plant and you don't water, we don't talk about increase yet. Yes, there are some of you who give offerings, huge offerings, but you don't pay tithes. So there's no ground for God to cause the rain to pour on. Or you are a giver and yet you are not working. When you have, you give. You're not working. God wants to reward you. There is nowhere to pour the rain. He says, I will bless the work of your hands. He says, I will cause the heavens, the windows to open and pour you a blessing upon your land. So, whether there's so land, I don't know where you all will go to to go into the ocean. Maybe that's why the ocean is richer than the earth. Supernatural increase is a multiplication programmed and orchestrated by God unto his glory. It is a multiplication. Supernatural increase is a multiplication programmed and orchestrated by God unto his glory. When he steps into the issue, everything changes. Everything. Why? Because there is nothing too hard for this God to do. There is nothing too hard for him to do. So the situation you are going through that makes you weep at night, that is not the worst of situations. One man of God said something several years ago, somewhere towards the end of the 80s, I think somewhere in 1989 or 90. He said, your your case, no issue is too special for God to go and do research to find solutions for. That you have a problem, and then God says, wait, let me go to the library to go and search. I need to do some research now, and see how I can handle your case. No. There's nothing like that. And he gave us an answer. He said, there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. When he says there's nothing new under the sun, he's saying that there are testimonies of people who have gone through what you are going through. People who have received visitation from me, they have changed their situation. In the after, our problems, because you are into pity partying. Everyone you see, you tell them your problems. When the solution was in your left hand, your right hand is carrying it, the left hand carries the, the solution, and you won't put them together like this see a change there is nothing new under the Sun that means he's older than your challenge hello God is older than your challenge is older than your challenge Don't oh, stop crying and he says your season dawned the day Jesus came to die and when he rose again, a new dispensation came to be And that is the season in which you are. You are in the resurrection season. It's a season of joy and excitement. That's where we are. If you like, it's a honeymoon. Period. For those who have gone for honeymoon before. And those who are yet to marry honeymoon may be an attracting point for you today you have problem with your shoe and the whole world is hearing it and yet you are saying your honeymoon will be in in, uh, what is it Miami or Thailand or Or something ordinary shoe that is torn everybody hears why didn't you come to church? Hmm, you see, the situation with Ghana is. Ghana is affecting me. Ghana is affecting me. That's why I can't come. My only shoe is tongue. Have you seen this Aoyo people? You know Aoyo? Have you seen them? When they wear their, their gun, they go barefooted to church have you ever seen of them complaining before i'm not saying be like them but i'm saying i'm saying that lack of shoe will not do any bad in here if my shoe now goes bad and i enter this car by 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 mercy of god if i enter and i come here i enter the room and i'm walking barefooted you are you have initial shock after a while you recognize yourself and begin to think if that is what the anointing is saying for now and then you go and remove your shoe and put it outside there and all of us will be the same here supernatural increase is a multiplication programmed and orchestrated by god unto his glory he says out of the ashes of my dying today i see what I see what of a brand new day. That means even in his dying moment, Israel had hope that a new dawn is coming. In the ashes, the building has collapsed, and yet he said I'm living a skyscraper. Won't you call me a madman? It's only mad people in the faith that make progress. The mad ones are the ones that make progress. The ones that say, I won't let this thing put me down. I'm not down and I'm not out. Something new is about to happen to me. The first time I heard that song, he said, it's my season. I wept. I'm a very strong person, but I'm very emotional. Weeping is something very close to me, but not the one that people do when they are afflicted. I don't weep out of affliction, no. I weep at solution. Hallelujah. <laughs> the time to weep when it comes, you will have no tears to shed. Well, you have finished all your tears. So when the Lord turns your captivity and you want to cry, there will be nothing coming out. Everybody will be wondering, what kind of person is this? Yes, as the pastor says, what you don't see, you won't get it. He said, I see the breaking of a new day. So today there's no money on you and you can't see anything beyond that point. You are not ready for this, this supernatural you are talking about. You are not ready. I told you before, nobody sees when tears fill your eyes. Nobody. So clean your tears and then begin to enjoy yourself and begin to dance. He said, now the hour has come. That means it is a season. And that season was introduced by Jesus. And that season has not ended yet. It will only end when he comes back again. Whether to carry us or to stay with us. I don't bother my head with that one. When he comes, he has come. I'm here. Wherever you want me to go, we are going somewhere. Where is the place? You don't need to ask. Abraham didn't ask where. He said, follow me. Just come out. I will go to that place i will show you later just step out so jesus comes and says let's go it's not to go if he says okay i've come let's stay here we stay but the important thing is that he must meet you he must do what i'll tell you something very strange i told my wife that i've never preached that thing before in my life all these years very strange very weird I'm not too sure if you will pick it, but God will help me. Strange. Jesus died, and he rose again. He rose with what is called the ethereal body. That he could pass through walls nothing was a hindrance to him the question is where was his body and the bible says at the final resurrection when Jesus shall be coming in those that are dead shall rise they will pick their bodies they will do what they will pick their bodies but it is with the body they will rise to go and stand before God for judgment whatever it is those of us who are here we shall be transformed we shall be translated where did Jesus leave his body when he came out he began to minister to them in that body you will be at the coast and then he will appear you are inside your house, you appear Come and say, I can't believe what you are telling me except I see the thing and he was hanging around the place he heard it he just appeared and then the man began to sing a song my lord, my lord and my master my lord my... I believe, I believe I be- because he has seen it was this body that has the, what do you call it the nail marks when you put a grain of wheat or corn anything into the earth first it gets rotten the body of that seed goes rotten and the life of the seed shoots up after shooting down visiting hell and then coming again to announce here am I it was said i was dead but i am alive again what happens to the body that got rotten it is in the earth eventually becomes fertilizer for that one that has come up the seed died the seed got rotten but the life in the seed did not die the life came up in a different form altogether when he died he came up again I'm introducing you to a concept. I'm not introducing the concept to you. I'm introducing you to the concept. If the concept receives you, then you can receive the concept. He ascended. And then the Holy Spirit came upon his body that had been quickened. He left his body behind. The Holy Ghost came here to quicken that body. And the body came alive and began to show forth the glory of he that died and rose again. And he says, I'm only the head but my body. Let me tell you something. What body did he leave behind? Was it people? no because no one had been born again not one being but the body he left behind was his word before he came he was called the word of God and when he came he was the word personified And the word became flesh. And lived among us. But he never ceased to be the word of God. That which he has said. Was quickened in the hearts of people. And people changed. They became new people altogether. His body. That he left behind was his word. That was his only testimony that he had been here before. How does this one relate to supernatural increase? Hey. now the word got quickened by the spirit of god that descended on that day to inaugurate the birth of the body so there was the body and there is the body when the holy ghost came upon the people their number was 120 the body of jesus had become flesh The body has produced living beings who now became the body, the evidence of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus. There is nothing about Jesus, the best testimony of who he is, except for the body, and the body. Is us. We are part of the body. Christo Ninipedria. Uyini Tinifriwa, he is the head. The body is us. How did we become the body? We swallowed the word he left behind, we swallowed him. And then the Holy Ghost came upon us and gave us life, quickened us. And we now became his body in the flesh. And we began to multiply. First there was just one. He was the only one. Then 120. You know I didn't mention 12. Because they were not born again. I didn't mention 70. I didn't talk about the thousands that followed him. Because none of them was born again. They couldn't have been born again. Because Jesus had not been glorified. So the 120 came. And the next thing we had was 3,000 people. And the next thing we had 5,000 people. It wasn't addition. It was geometric growth. When he comes into the matter, he says natural laws are apart. He throws natural laws away. The natural thing is that one plus one is two. The next thing you are going to do is to go to three. If you multiply, yes. One times one is one. One times two is two. It cannot go beyond two. But when he comes in here, the progression is not like that. It's a unique progression. Sometimes from zero, he will give you three digits. From zero. Why? Because when you gave out the only thing you had, you had zero. You were reduced to nothingness. Everything. Inside and outside. Bank and house. Pocket and under pillow. All of them. You jammed together. They were just about 10 cities. And then you drop that one before him and say, I hanged it over. Carry it. And he looks at your heart He weighs you and he laughs And he says I'm going to give you increase Increase upon what? Is it upon your ten cities? No It is increase Upon the word Upon what? The word that you cannot quantify That is where he causes the increase to come Give and it shall be given to you Said, the measure would you give it to be given to you not because it is ten cities no what measure is it your heart measure what measure is it the joy would you give what measure you gave indiscriminately and then he's going to now give it to you without regard to who you are and where you come from but according to his terms the word that you accepted and put into practice is the one that he uses to cause you an increase. Otherwise, he will be unjust. If I be causing financial loss to heaven, that somebody gave 10 cities and they come to give the person 100 or 1000, that's not fair. Doesn't make him a good economist. But there is something that you took and honored that cannot be quantified in money terms. It is his word. So anytime you are walking with him and you are going by his word, don't be limited by the tangible things that you see. Because that word, you cannot tell us how much it cost. For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believed in him shall not perish. And you believe, say, I believe. You believe? Yes. Have you seen Jesus before? No. But I believe. I believe that the son of God. I believe he died and he rose again on the third day. I believe. God said, "Sure, you believe that one?" Now, one I give you eternal life. How much is eternal life? How much is it? Okay, two. You are part of my family. How much is that one? Huh? It is what? Priceless. It cannot be measured. It is the entirety, the totality, of God, the totality of God is what he gives to you. Is it because, because of your ten or 20 cities? No. You are positioning yourself in a fashion that God releases from his abundance to you. Because you are a member of the family. Have you ever seen any genuine, genuine prince of a genuine kingdom that will go and be begging for food? Do you know why I'm not begging? It's not part of the business. Because in that family, they eat and eat overflow. So when you are there, you must eat. It is not your money. It is the wealth that you earned that God is working on and multiplying it to your effect. That's all. That woman, he said the woman gave, um, was it two pence or something? And he said, the woman had given more than every other person. Ah. What kind of logic is that? Somebody brought in millions. Somebody brought in two persons. Or if you like two CDs. And he said he has given more than the million. What logic is that? He, he, that one doesn't apply in our system. So what is he just talking about here? He honored one word. The word to give. And give cheerfully that woman did that one she had a lot of inhibitions many things could have put her away from doing it apart from this there is nothing more that you lean on or depend on it is your life that you are giving out now and you think you will not honor it It is the word that you honor that God uses to give you the increase. He did not say that Paul planted 20 and Apollos watered 10 of them. So God brought increase upon the 10. No. Paul planted in obedience to the word. Apollos went in there and watered in obedience to the word. That's the word at work. And the owner of the word says, "I'm going to honor you. I bring the increase. This team must not fail. That's why I know that after today, you are going to experience dimensions of increase. That when you give your testimony, people will say you are a liar. It is the word in action that he acts upon." That determines dimensions of increase. It's not just what you have. So you can bring in one million here and your heart is bleeding on your inside. I met somebody like that. As the person was talking, the Holy Ghost told me, said, look at the eyes. And I looked at the eyes like that and I laughed. He said, why are you laughing? You put inside your mouth. Even when I was a non-believer, one woman put charms under my pillow i saw the charms i took the charms i said oh is that all you have ring and talisman that's all you have to trap me today i will show you the fetish who brought you here oh I, i i i i it wasn't beating it was exercise i massaged the body I held her legs like this, threw her from one, one end of the room to the other. And I was laughing. Security man came and knocked on the door. I said, if they were born you will just disappear. The one went away. And I, I think God was excited. You know, when you look at you say, I'm going to use you. I need people like you. When I finished beating her and I, I opened her purse and took all the money inside so that she walk. I didn't need the money for anything. And she walked to my sister. That was her ally. My sister knew everything that girl was doing. My sister yeah. Hey, what happened? Where is this girl? I said, I don't know. She came from somewhere. I also went from somewhere and we met in a place. Everybody has gone to her somewhere. As an unbeliever, I was not afraid of charms. Is it now that I'm a believer? One day, I saw the thing. I said, hey, trouble. You have something more than juju in your mouth. It's on your tongue that when you speak what you are saying, Satan cannot say no. But because you don't know it, you allow Satan to talk to you. Satan is talking and you are listening. When Satan is talking, you laugh at him or you talk back. You see? You can't make it in life. (laughs) Remember your uncle Joseph and your, 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 your aunt look at this person in your family that went to so and so and so school and see his life and you think you are different it's the same blood that is passing through all of you huh? you know i mentioned something about generational curses you know when i say some of those people get offended but me when you get offended i don't care at all generational curses. what about a blessing why do we like talking negative? Hmm? When did your own generation begin? New birth. Which family? God's family. Is anybody cursed there? No. So what is the general curse that you are talking about? I'm going for deliverance. Well, go. But drop the money you are going to give them. Drop it here. And go and take credit go and take credit deliverance on, on credit take deliverance on credit we are looking for supernatural financial increase and then you are looking for financial death generational anyone me ye me nana Nana Buami. Nana Buami. That man for four days has not had his bath. And you are calling him Nana. When you are entering his heart, you bend like you are going to prison yard. You bend. So it means you are entering prison. That's the meaning. And you say, Nana. A whole you. A whole you. You like this glorious being, God's own precious property, and you carry yourself like that. You yourself carry nobody carry you. You carry yourself to the lion's den yourself, and you say, "Here am I, eat me." It is time for my increase. Alright. Now in John chapter th- sorry, Genesis three, fifteen, what is there? That's the first prophecy. The first prophetic statement upon what God Himself gave. What what was it? Tell me. Yes. and between your seed and her seed the prophecy of the seed that was coming to end the travails of mankind the moment God said that thing Satan began to look out for the seed he got Eber killed he saw the way Abel was, his, his sacrifice was accepted by God said that could be the one killed him and he kept on like that he saw Moses he kept on seeing them and then he was killing them one after the other but when God began to show something that he introduced to Israel that was a shadow when the real thing was coming Satan didn't see it God introduced what he calls the burnt offering. That you carry your offering and it is burnt. So that everything is unto God. And you don't have anything to think about because it's gone. So when you say this is my burnt offering. You know that you are not taking any part of it anywhere. And you present it there. And they show you to god like this this is the offering for you and they set fire under it and burn it burnt offering satan never understood that one these offerings that they were burning was at the end of the offering no as soon as the smoke the, the the went into heaven god poured blessing upon the people so every single animal that was burnt in the name of sacrifice release a pouring an outpouring of blessing upon the people he never understood it until when Jesus came and God did that kind of thing he traded death for death so a life will come out I am doing all this talking this morning so our attitude towards giving will change giving is a mystery and yet something normal okay my money may be don't you know that anytime you want to give something substantial to God your body will be vibrating your heart is fighting against it or you feel like your mind is fighting against it and then you look at this money, and you say okay let me reduce it ah, let me reduce uh, it me alone to give 1 million to church no, no, no. I'm not the only one out of the place now. So let me just give them. Let me give them. Let me read. Even if I there, they will like it. They will like it. But when you want to give one million outside there, where people hail you, Satan tells you, that is not much. That is not much. Add a little to it. Somebody else will be having one million. If you put 50 on top, you are there. And you yes. say, suddenly you bring 50 and add. And there's something about you now rises up. It's called pride. And then you hear that they say somebody else gave one, one, 1. 1.2 million You say what? How? MC come. This five hundred add to my own. Announce it. Then they call your name. He has added five hundred to the most. So his money is one point five five zero. Yeah. Another person sits out there and says, Look at this fellow. Two million. That's the wife. How much did you send to the bank yesterday? That's all right. Check. Under one million. You go and do that one outside. They hail you. They clap for you. They say all manner of things. They carry your name. They arm robbers also get your name to also visit you. And then when you come to church, it is time to give to God. Then the devil tells you. What you want to give is much. Why is he talking like that? Because he knows that the blessing that will come would outweigh that which you are giving. Believers, let us be wise. Why should God kill his only son? The only one. Why? His word said that they should go forth and multiply. And now the only one who will bring salvation is the one that he was going to kill. You think God is a fool? He wrapped salvation in death. The same way he has wrapped your lifting in your seed. Your seed that could be your time, it could be your money, it could be the property you have, it could be anything. I remember in 1996 when um, um, uh, Word Machine. World Mission from Nigeria sent the post ministry. They came here. The first meeting we had. And the principles of giving and receiving were taught. And I remember very well people came with their televisions, they came with boxes of dresses, they came with all manner of things. The missionaries had only one room they were using, they had to rent a room to put the items inside. The same Ghana. Because people listened to what and they did what they were told to do. A small group of people now lifted the work because in those days, anytime time they were sent, the seed money is what was given. If you finish that money and you will go hungry, it is you and God. And when they were coming from Nigeria, the $500 that was given was stolen along the border. They landed here with no money. I had gone on retreat and they sent a message to me in Kumasi that they were in and that they wanted to see me. So I came over. And I was working Kumasi and doing the work with them, the foundational things. So I know what I saw. I know what I saw. A handful of people became the ones that God used to bring in a truck full of people. And the truck never ceased. It kept on coming. kept on coming. And those people were just like you. You are born again. They, at that time, they came to get born again. You are born again. You've been born again some of you 15 years. How many of you 15? 15 years? Born again 15 years? Anybody here? Apart from your pastor? 15. Okay, 10. 10 years. New birth. Raise your hand. No, I'm not. There's no shame in that one, though. Yeah, because even if you get born again one minute here. You are as old as the ones that came first. Good. Now, about five. Five years. You are five years old in the Lord. Five or more. Let me see your hand. One year. Five months. And of course, those of you who have not, today. Glory to God. Now you see, there were people who were just getting born again. Majority of them. And you and myself, we have the capacity to turn our situations around doing what we call dangerous giving. Dangerous what? Giving. Because God did a dangerous giving. And he said, when we do it, now, that burnt offering was what he now manifested. The man died. He was buried. If somebody dies and is buried, does anybody think about the person again? The next thing they think about is how to share his property. But, what Samson said, Judges 14, verse 5 to 8. What is there? Yeah. Yeah. What came? All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Next verse. He to the next verse. He turned aside to see what? What was he looking for? And a swarm of what? And carcass. Only the one that wanted to eat him up from the eater came something sweet and something to eat. From out of the ashes of my dying today, I see the dawning of a new day. Out of the eater came something to eat. It came something sweet. The eater. Out of that poverty is rising abundance. If only you take the right step. The burnt offering principle is what God applied. Death to produce life. Death to do what? Produce life. So when at a point Jesus was on the cross, Satan was excited. I have finished God. I have finished him. I told him, I told him that time that I will still return. I shall return. When they conquered me and cast me down, I told him that it wasn't over. The battle has never been over and this time I'm going to get him. This is the last card. And I'm going to get him he looked at Jesus over there and he said your father is finished and then they brought him down and carried him into the tomb and they sealed that he said I told you I told you let him get up and come and talk again like somebody said one day let him come up again and be talking he never understood That that seed that went inside the cave was an investment that God made. Every seed that you give is an investment that God himself rewards. It is what? An investment that God himself rewards. And then Jesus rose again to the surprise of the devil. And a few days after, one twenty people became wild, and one message produced three thousand. And he said, "I said, what's happening here? Before you could think twice, under five thousand, I'll kill them. Okay, scatter. And as he scattered them, that's how the seed got invested in all dimensions like that." And cast your bread upon the waters and after many days philip went to a samaritan area and then something happened there this last man that came in paul went to Tarsus, and things were happening he came back to antioch it was worse satan couldn't handle anything because he couldn't understand when the lord turned gave the captivity of zion well, like them that dream because what came in was beyond human comprehension supernatural increase is what sends you to the realm of confusion <sighs> what happened the university that rejected you admission the university rejected your admission and now without application they say I have you a scholarship if I ever were that lady I would have gone there to tell them that this your scholarship is too small it's too small because you have wasted my time all these years. Now, scholars, to do what to read a master's program? They should say undertaking that is both for masters and PhD before I will accept. Why were they now giving giving scholarship? They wanted to be part of the jubilation. Has God failed? All the seeds that you have sown before. You think god is dishonest? like you will not send them in i told you here one time my 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 my, my birthday mate my wife's younger sister is my birthday mate all us 24th of december sent a prophetic word to me he said the lord said call in your harvest i said eh. so the harvest has been hanging around and people are holding it okay i began to call and they started coming in today this day is marking a call to your rewards that are hanging in people's homes and in their offices and pockets you won't need to write before they call you for interview and before the date of interview comes they are telling you you have been appointed is anything too hard for God to do but it's time for you to break the ground again you break it again and you sow and you break again and you sow and you break again and you sow, become a chronic mad giver chronic mad, you are a lunatic in giving you give beyond reasoning people can't understand what you are doing that is what commands the supernatural harvest and don't ever look at the other and say I'm too small God, use our principle I've killed my child. Oh, the zeta I've killed my child. Say you that's what you want. I've killed him. And I said, "Ah, it's all now. We are finished. The battle is over." Not sorry. No no And wase modem twa me ko. Papa we And these people who were timid and fearful suddenly became bold and become to declare the glory of God. And on that declaration, 3,000 people got saved. How about? How about? 3,000 people got saved you one day. If you go out to Outreach now and you gather about 200, the whole world will hear. I've seen programs where people come in their thousands. In their thousands. I watched part you one time at the Holy Ghost Convention. And I saw, I saw a train of people. They were stopping at various points. They couldn't reach the front because it's about three kilometers. So they were stopping at various points like that. It was a mass. And those that came to the central point, it was something else. This is what God does. Not only to bring souls, but to bring money. Not only that, to crown you with favor. That everywhere you go, something good is happening. Supernatural increase is your portion. It will manifest in your body, in your mind, the work of your hand, your finances. Everything that concerns you, you will see increase. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because he saw increase. He saw increase. God used death to actuate death out of the eater came something sweet to eat. Out of your failure is success springing forth. Out of the poverty is abundance coming in. You have been a tenant. They have been troubling you everywhere. It is your turn to begin to release houses to people because there is nothing too hard for God to do. This is our season. Tell this is your season. Your season of abundance. Supernatural increase is your destination. That is what God is giving to you. And you will never fail.